What if it doesn't work? Yes, it's a true and genuine question. What if it doesn't work? Let's see how to go about it. But in the meantime, welcome, my lovely and amazing listeners, to another of the Hope Ignite Sailing Podcast with your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa. This is a space we speak everything holistic health and healing. And we are in the season this year where we're talking clean out. That is, we're cleaning out our minds, our bodies, and our spaces for holistic health and especially for finding healing. This week, we are maybe cleaning out our minds and myths about um, being pessimistic, which I've done before. But this is a genuine question. What if it doesn't work? So someone asked me that question recently as I took them through a lifestyle of holistic health. And let's listen. This time it will be more conversational because I'm trying to answer one of the most core questions that anybody would ask. What if it doesn't work? And I'll tell you that this is a question I have experienced even in the workplace. After you see a patient and you discuss a management plan and they do have concerns. What if it doesn't work? Will I come back? Will I get a higher dose? Will you change the medication? It's a very frequent question. So as usual, Allow me to start at story time. I already cheated into the story. So this week's story is the scenario in the doctor's consultation room. That is my daily work. I get to see patients. I get to see them sad and then come out of the room more hopeful. So I'll tell you that when you are seeing your doctor and you get a prescription or any clinician and you get a prescription or management plan, you trust you as the patient, trust that the doctor or your clinician that has given you the management, you trust that that management will work, that it will, that your body will respond, right? So you give the treatment plan and by the end of the consultation, you allow the patient to get out of your consultation room one thing they are holding on to is hope hope that this will work i'll tell you that there are few things that you even before they head out of your room you are more or less suspicious that maybe we might not get the benefits they are predetermined they have been researched and they've been documented i'll tell you what some of them are things like having a high pill burden sometimes you feel so sorry for a client that has to step out with so many pills so many prescriptions so many bags of treatment that they have to comply with when you think about it honestly speaking it's just automatic or a no-brainer that they will probably not adhere to their treatment the higher the pill burden so you as a clinician really intends to simplify that journey by simplifying the pill and management plan that you give the patient another one that i'll tell you is that the more the pill burden you um, risk them having drug-to-drug interaction or drugs, one drug overriding the other, or one being intimidated by the bigger one. So you will probably have less results for your treatment plan or your intention or your goal when there's too many things competing, right? So that is the scenario. And guess what? You as a clinician has to slow down and prioritize. And so what is most urgent that I need to treat? We usually ask the question, what will kill the patient faster? 
If this will kill them faster, then we hit that one first, right? And then we go down the ladder. And even when they return and they've been successful on their goals, you don't stop everything at once. You will start one at a time. Which one can I risk taking off faster? And then you observe and then you come back, you reduce another one. Before you know it, something that was seven pills comes to two pills. And what is my lesson in this? One step at a time. Bite one little bullet at a time. I remember we have shared before about the lovely Brian Tracy when he talks about eating that frog one piece at a time. That's what I'm talking about. He says, if you have to eat a big frog, start with the biggest one so that by the end of the day, you have smaller ones to bite on, right? So we are talking about with the worry, what if it doesn't work? Let's start with what we can handle. Let's start with the biggest one and then see how it goes through, one step at a time. I will tell you that um, recently I was listening to a podcast by the lovely Lisa Nichols. And this amazing lady teaches about uh, motivating masses, motivating people into living a life of abundance. And she believes that this life of abundance is meant for everybody. But she has struggles with internalizing and learning, learning and internalizing. So she's dyslexic, but she doesn't hang around with it. She doesn't lean onto it so much because she knows that she can do big things with that disorder in her body. So this is one thing that stood out for her once upon a time. A minister was speaking. And that person told her or taught her and she was on her journey of finding spirituality and spiritual fulfillment. By the way, in our last podcast, we did that quite well. And thank you for the reviews that I have received from those podcasts. Thank you that they are empowering you and encouraging you to start with yourself. So back to Lisa Nichols. So she learned that while you are reading the Bible, the minister was talking about reading the big, lovely, amazing book. While you're reading it, you don't have to read it in a chunk without even practicing what you're reading. It's of no use. Read one bit at a time and apply that bit. I will tell you she hung on that and read one particular scripture and hung on to it for about 18 months or the chase six months. And guess what? She is a living example of living a life of abundance one step at a time. So you get one piece, chew on it, live in it, don't move to the next before you get that lesson applied in your life and it being part and parcel of your life. So that is what we're talking about today. I'll give you simple steps to take you through. What if it doesn't work? And the question is, what if everything I'm teaching does not work? When it comes to holistic health, it is a lifestyle. I always say, look, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. So let me start somewhere. Step one, trust yourself. I'll tell you that a prescription without the patient complying to the prescription, without the patient establishing common ground with you, the clinician, it is a treatment or management plan that will not work. One thing you have to do is to trust yourself. It is your journey. And remember, it is your authenticity. When you have found your authenticity, now I spent a lot of time talking about that in the last two, three podcasts. Please go there and listen further. We are talking about your true and authentic health, self. 
So therefore, trust yourself. Trust that the journey you have chosen for yourself is a journey that you can accomplish one step at a time. I know you get guidance from different people like yours truly. I've guided you on this journey, but I throw it back to you to choose your journey. You have to trust that this journey is your journey and you set out to accomplish it. I want to remind you of a quote that I live by. Listen to this. A fresh start is not at a new place. It is at a mindset. We have to have the mindset that we are in charge of this journey. We are the drivers and we shall get there. Advice number two is to trust the process. You have been given a channel of a process that has worked for somebody else, a management plan that has worked for somebody else. If you're using the journey to holistic health, I want you to use me as an example because I'm teaching you exactly what has worked for me. I want you to trust that others have got it and that nothing fails if somebody has done it. If it has been done before, you can do it and even do it better. Trust the process. And guess what? Holistic health is your default setting. That's where you started from before you deviated out of the normal. So find your default again. And I speak that with so much passion. We are meant to be healthy from head to toe. That is our minds, our bodies, and our social well-being. So keep trying every day. And when you fail, get back to the default and remind yourself that you are trusting a process that you created for yourself. Someone gave you guidance. And advice number three is do the work. You know, most of the time, we like to listen to nice things. We like to listen to the nice flow of things in our ears, but we do not sit and actually set out to do the work. Do the work. Fail but get back again. It reminds me of people that set out on a journey and keep failing, but they stand up and walk again. Remember, it's a life lifestyle. It's a lifetime issue. So when you fail, do the work and get back up. You have to give it the best. You have to commit to do the work. When you do not do the work, guess what the results will be? It won't even be surprising. The results will be automatic. So I hope that will help you on reminding yourself, what if it doesn't work? I know it is a daily worry, but guess what? You, one, you can trust yourself that you can do this every day. Two, you can trust the process that it worked for somebody and it will work for you and even better. And three, you got to do the work. You got to get down, write it out and do the work right? But I cannot leave your mind empty. We have to tell our minds what they're going to do for us today in the essence of what if it doesn't work. It will work if we tell them what to do. So join me in this week's affirmation. I have the power to organize myself right now at this time because I am able to Order is in my DNA and I can do it. Abundance is my birthright. I find it from within and it is part and parcel of my core. 
I reach deep into my soul and find my own path to finding and becoming the best version of me. And I start that today. I may fail, but I get up today and I will walk again. While I may crawl, I still get there. While I may walk, I still get there. And while I run, I will even get there. So either way, I will get there. You have done well. And this is a lifestyle every day that you can start even today. So do not wait. Hold on to it and let's start together. Now we are coming to the end of this season's podcast, but I would love to answer as many questions as you have. Please get into my DM, share them with me and let me not leave you this season hanging, right? It's my pleasure to take you through holistic health. And I'll tell you, living a life of abundance, you have to decide to do that every day. Happy to be your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa, leading you through achieving that for yourself. And of course, adding the glow to medicine. Take care of yourself. I'll see you next week. I'm waiting for your questions. Bye-bye.